Around the Department of Defense this week, this is your DOD Weekly News Recap. Who says long-distance relationships can't work? I'm Petty Officer James Bliley. Over the past decade, the U.S.'s relationship with India has become indispensable in promoting peace, prosperity, and stability in the Asia-Pacific and Indian Ocean region. America's oldest and largest overseas command changed its name from U.S. Pacific Command to U.S. Indo-Pacific Command specifically to highlight the importance of South Asia and the Indian Ocean region to its mission. Indo-PACOM's commander, Navy Admiral Phil Davidson, is speaking in New Delhi this weekend at India's Raisina Dialogue, India's annual conference on geopolitics and security. Both nations are committed to combating terrorism by sharing intelligence and information. India and the U.S. are working on some long-term strategies to ensure sovereignty and free and fair trade in the region. This mean machine is a game-changer for the Navy. Aircraft carriers remain at the forefront of U.S. military power, and the backbone of any carrier strike group is the aircraft it brings to the fight. The F-35C Lightning II is now in the hands of a select few naval aviators. The aircraft features stealth technology, advanced sensors, and increased weapons capability and range. The Navy expects to deploy the first operational F-35C squadron in 2021. Get on defense.gov to explore the F-35C and see it in action. The Defense Department is working towards better protecting our interests in space. The DoD is committed to creating a space development agency to rapidly develop and field the next generation of space capabilities. That space development agency will represent a real investment in experimenting and prototyping in the rapid field of capabilities. Chris Schenk spoke at the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics SciTech Forum and also said that as the need for space systems increase, this trend is most evident in space access and satellite manufacturing. Shank is a former Air Force officer who worked at the Pentagon National Reconnaissance Office and Air Force Space Command and previously served as Director of Strategic Investments at NASA. 16 million American men and women served in the armed forces during World War II. U.S. leaders realized these 16 million Americans would be unemployed when the war finally ended and could cause another depression. So, Congress passed the Servicemen's Readjustment Act of 1944. It was dubbed the GI Bill of Rights because it offered aid to help veterans buy homes, get jobs, and pursue an education. The GI Bill has helped more than 10 million veterans from World War II, Korean, and Vietnam Wars. Today, there are a few versions of the GI Bill to choose from. The Montgomery GI Bill, the post-9-11 GI Bill, and the Forever GI Bill. That's your DoD News Brief. I'm Petty Officer James Bliley. For more stories about your military, go to defense.gov.